Uh, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to Behind the Veil, a show that provides insight into the world of weddings and events. I'm your host, Keith Willard. Welcome back to the show, and Happy New Year. It is our fourth season. I cannot even explain how crazy that is for us that started as this little bitty show on, during COVID to be in our fourth season, but we are so, so excited to be here with you guys. Um, and obviously, we got to start with the best. Diamonds are forever. So our guest today is Deep Meta, and he he is incredible. I mean, we are talking about second generation diamond expert. He's going to talk about all about how he came to be who he is and all the education that he has uh, kind of developed and 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 and. Uh, learn through his life and that way we can help you find the perfect engagement ring and perfect wedding ring but before i bring him on bring let me bring on my co-host marcy gutenberg with an affair to remember by marcy and look at that tongue tied at the first year yay yay <laughs> hello happy new year I, happy new this year it's so know, exciting to start our new year off this but way. you know, live live shows. I'm always like, da da da. Okay, what was I saying? Okay, I got I completely forgot. But Deep is such a nice guy. I yes, mean, he is. He if is. I was going to buy a diamond, this is the kind of guy that I would want to buy a diamond from. You do. I mean, and we'll get into it. But like, you really need to understand where diamonds come from, and you want to have a good relationship with your jeweler. I mean, for yeah. Sure. And but, I, and you, I, yeah, I mean, I definitely feel that's a very important facet. Well, you've been facet, a customer there. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you've been a, a customer there of theirs for eighteen years. Nineteen right? years. Is, nineteen years. So, yes. I mean, to to say that you've developed a relationship with them, a trusting relationship with them, is to say the least at this exactly. point. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, well, let's and, bring yes. him on. Let's bring him on. Deep, welcome to the show. We're excited How's to have doing? you here. Hi, Dave. thank you, thank you. Hi, Marcy. Hi, Keith. Thank you for having me on. Oh, we're it. we're excited to have you on because you know one of the things is that when we talk about diamonds and we, and of course I think that, um, oh I f- even forget the company that made this like logo amazing is like D- uh, diamonds are forever yada yada, but they really are forever. And people that have a diamond ring don't wear it occasionally; they wear it all the time. So it's a, a it's an important part of who they are and the statement that they put to the world. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. It's, it's, it's basically a, a life accessory that you can't leave the house without, you know, <laughs> it's part of who you are. Yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. so true. You know what? It's so funny. You said that because every time I'm like ready to walk out, I got to make sure I have my jewelry on. I got my diamonds. I got my yeah. diamonds on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, but uh, many of us, if we are going into, let's say, buy a diamond, because it's a fairly large purchase typically for most of us, and especially us that are in the wedding world. So, you know, both of us, Marcy and I are both hardcore in the wedding industry. So I'm a wedding planner. She's involved in the wedding industry with inv- invitations. You know, people come to us constantly for guidance when it comes to all things weddings. And and diamonds is unfortunately one of the few areas that I don't have a lot of basic knowledge about. I mean, we've all heard about the four C's. Can you talk about the four C's a little bit for us? Yeah, yeah. So um diamonds, they start from the four C's, but they are so much more than the four C's. But you know, for the average everyday consumer, you've got to start with them. So basically it's the carrot weight, the cut the color and the clarity. So that's considered the four C's in diamonds. And, and 
is that still, I mean, still now considered that the big four C's are the four C's that you should be paying attention to when looking for a diamond? I mean, is that I would still say, hold true? Yeah, yeah. Initially, it's definitely the first indicator you want to go to. Uh, and then I think it gets into other characteristics like diamond fluorescence, uh, symmetry, how many facets it has, the shape of diamond. Those come into, in, into play as well. Well, and now that we have manufactured diamonds, I mean, how has that changed the the diamond world? overall because like i was pretty hardcore when i wanted like when i got my second diamond ring i wanted natural diamonds that was that was like the first thing is that i don't want manufactured i want natural diamonds which was a totally different world even though they had both you know and they were very clear about these are manufactured these are natural Mm -hmm. how but how has that changed the industry as a whole I think it's been earth shattering. Uh, it's it's literally shaked the entire industry completely. Right? I you know the last ten rings, uh, I would say seven of the last ten are been lab grown that we've had made. Really? It's changed, yeah, it's wow. changed the industry completely. And it's wow. Yeah. Now, are those graded the same way that natural stones are graded? Absolutely, because they're essentially uh, uh, from a chemical point of view, they're exactly the same as a natural diamond. The only thing is they're grown within a laboratory as opposed to what they call earth mined. Right. But it's it's exactly the same. That's correct. Yeah, so but are they numbered? Are they lasered? Is there a way to be able to tell the difference between a like grown diamond versus a natural diamond? Absolutely. So I mean it's as far as it being lasered, if you have a certain certification, for example, GIA is that is a lab that everybody generally is familiar with, there's always an inscription number on the girdle, which is the middle part of the diamond. Right. And then that number is matched to the cert and that certification says whether it's a lab grown or not. Of course, there are clarity characteristics that you can really see what, what's a lab versus what's natural. But I'd right. say eight times out of 10, you cannot tell the difference. But there, there are certain you know, things you can see. Uh, and are, are, are lab grown diamonds always perfect? Or do they also have the same inconsistencies that you would find in a natural diamond? It's a great question, Keith. I mean, they, they have exactly the same clarity characteristics. Really? Uh, the same, yeah, yeah, the same carbon yeah. because it's a diamond. Ultimately, whatever characteristics you would get in a natural, you'd get in lab too. The way they grow it actually, just to give you a small uh, description, really? basically they use original diamond dust, right? Uh, natural diamond dust. And they use it at very high temperatures, and that's how they grow uh, uh, lab-grown diamond rough. So it's exactly the same process. It just faster compared to what human nature did it or men men uh, nature did it so it, it it'll have the same flaws the same unique characteristics that make one diamond different from another even if it's lab born so to speak that's correct wow i you know for some reason i i just assumed that all lab diamonds were perfect I really did. I just assumed that because I'm like, it's it's born in kind of a controlled environment. Why wouldn't it be perfect? But, you know, if you're talking about based on the carbon side of it, I, I understand that. And so does it follow under the same rules as far as clarification and cost? Let's say there's the fifth Z cost, <laughs> you know, um, is it under the same rules that you would find for, you know, natural versus lab grown what are the differences yeah so it's exactly the same uh in terms of the cost obviously it's a fraction of the price 
but uh, there is a wholesale diamond wrap sheet, which tells you the price per carat, generally speaking, what's out there in the market. And usually the lab-grown uh, diamonds kind of uh, are exactly on the same line. They index that same price, right. and you just get a larger discount on the on the actual per carat price of a lab-grown. But really? otherwise, it's exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. So, so really, uh, so if somebody says I want a lab-grown versus natural, is going to be like a, a personal choice, not because of a quality choice. Correct. Yeah? Correct, and, correct, correct. and are you wow. seeing a um, a certain demographics that are gravitating more towards one over another? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the younger generation, I would say, obviously, anywhere between the age of twenty to thirty-five. But uh, this Christmas, I even saw, you know, for, there was a couple that came in there in their seventies, and she told me she had never got an engagement ring her entire life, and her husband just wanted to buy her one uh, this Christmas uh, just to fulfill uh, that wish. Yeah, and it, it was a three-carat lab-grown diamond. So uh, it's it's even with the other generation, it's it's just as big. It's getting and, and what were and, you know and 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 cost-wise, what are we talking about? The difference between lab versus natural. I mean, sure. on average, what would be a cost difference? Would be okay. So just to give an example, like a one-carat, let's say, let's take an F-color stone VS1 grade diamond. Uh, a natural would cost you somewhere in the neighborhood of seven thousand dollars. Right. Uh, the same thing in the lab. You're looking at about twelve to fifteen hundred dollars, depending Gee, on where you go. Whoa! Yeah, whoa! Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a pretty big difference. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that yeah. is a big, big difference. Okay, so you you just brought up a couple of things that I think that are important to talk about. So you just talked about VS one. So let's talk about that. What what does that mean when you say VS one? Okay. So VS one is a clarity grade. Okay. Uh, amongst all the clarity grades in among the the, the four C's be clarity. So right. it's the range starts from flawless, then it goes internally flawless, then it goes VVS1, VVS2, VS1, VS2, then it's SI1, SI2, SI3. Some people have a scale, right? And I1 and I2. So what, basically, what, what do those mean though? But what is, yeah. what is like, uh, you know, F, uh, what did you say, VS1? Yeah. SB1. So VS1 means means very slightly included. That's okay. what VS1 means, yeah. yeah. So if I'm looking at a diamond, which I am right now, so looking at a diamond. So if I'm looking at a diamond and you said VS1, what would I look for? Well, you wouldn't be able to see anything with your naked eye. That's for Okay, one. got it. Uh, you'd have to grab a 10X magnifying loop and you'd be able to see it that way. But even then with that, you probably wouldn't see anything because if VS1 is a very, very good clarity. Okay, so it's it's clean. All right, and yep. so w- when do you actually get to see it with a naked eye? When does it, like that the quality mean that if you saw it with a naked eye, you would actually see some type of inclusion or some marks? Okay, uh, well that would be when you have an I one stone. When you have an I one stone, you can really very clearly see a little bit of black, little dots in there. Black. Uh, okay, so got that, it. That, that would that would be the clarity. So that. you actually see black spots. Yes. Little black dots, which would look like markers, like black marker dots, that would be considered a black uh, carbon inclusion. And then, and and just because I'm a cheap, cheapo, uh, how close do you have to look at that diamond to be able to see those black marks? I mean, you can't see it from like ten feet away, you know, right? You'd have to like bring it right up to your eye and be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably about a few, I would say a few inches away, maybe a little bit more. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I'm just trying to figure yeah. out, you know, because a diamond is a diamond. That's, you know, what yeah. the, it, it always kills me because uh, my husband actually had a family diamond that was passed down for generation, generation, generation. And then one day he it, it dropped it and it hit the floor perfectly and broke the diamond in half. Oh and my he had a heart attack. Like, I mean, you just saw his whole <laughs> face sink, his whole body. I mean, you just could see it. And so they said there just happened to be a random flaw that at that angle, at that speed, wow, broke it. And what they're like, yeah, they said it's like a one in a million chance that yeah. that, that kind of thing would happen. And I was like, what? I didn't even know a diamond could break, you know? (laughs) So with that understanding, so most people, when they think of diamonds, they think of James Bond. You know, you you grab the ring, you stick it to the window, you you draw a circle and you break it out. Is that true? (laughs) Probably not as literally, but it it is the hardest hardest mineral. (laughs) They say only a diamond can scratch another diamond. That, yeah. yeah, but we're all we're all part of that. We all think, all right, grab a diamond, scratch a window, break yeah. through it. Done. So you really can't break a piece of glass or something with it. No, no, no. I don't think. Uh, so. See, <laughs> you heard it here, right? You heard it here on <laughs> behind the veil. You can't yeah. break a window with a diamond ring. Hello, no, 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 no. yeah. Oh God, that's so crazy. So let me ask you. Let, let's let's go to the like the happier side of stuff. Um, why do people buy diamonds? Why do people buy diamonds nowadays? I think that that is such a uh, generational question. Yeah. Uh, I think. Uh, today youngsters buy diamonds because i think it's something they don't really think much of they think it's okay well it's what my parents did or it's what i see on social media or it's it's part of the formality i think nowadays it's more of formality right from from who i speak to my friends and my contemporaries and the kind of people come in but i think your the answer to your question what historically has always been the answer is the sentimental significance behind the stone and what that means between two people, uh, for example, an engagement ring. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's really about the emotional connection and the fact that they market diamonds are forever. Yeah. I, it goes in the tagline that, well, my relationship with you is forever, or at least, it, you know, we want to make it seem that way. But I think that's really what the generational answer has always been. It's more of a sentimental, emotional connection. Well, and you know, you you guys own USA Jewels, right? And so, and by the way, if you're you're watching the show, you'll see it on the on the ticker tape below. It says Instagram at USA Jewels, um, and you can look them up Instagram at USA Jewels. Check them out, please. Um, but you know, have you seen a, a difference uh, or a trend into a different kind of? jewelry for people to connect for you know for the the wedding the rehearsal the the you know all all those things that are you know wedding associated right so somebody asked them to get married are you seeing a difference like do people are are, are they going for rubies are they going for you know other stones like opals or is it still classically the diamond well, I'd say right now, uh, Keith, the biggest trend is towards minimalistic gold jewelry. Ooh, uh, that's really? What, that, yeah, that's what all the the young the young crowd is coming in looking to buy. They don't want to be burdened by anything on them that's too heavy. 
um, or anything that's too flashy or anything that's too over the top. Really? It's really? Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's really the tapered down, thin, everyday, stackable, kind of elegant type of designs. That, stackable. What do you mean by stackable? Yeah. So uh, stackable is actually like when you can wear multiple, like for example, bracelets, right? Really thin yeah. bracelets yeah. all at once. It kind of creates in their idea a story. Uh, Pandora, which is a brand, I'm sure. Right, right, right. Yeah, we all uh, know Pandora. They, they, yeah, exactly. They made the whole stackable concept really, really big with stacking the charms together. So that concept went into rings, it went into bracelets, it went into necklaces. Really? So, uh, the whole collection. Yeah. yeah, that's really, really big right now. So because, you know, and and Marcy, you might agree with me. I mean, in the past, when somebody would get engaged, the first thing they would do is flash the ring. Oh, here right. go. Flash the <laughs> ring. Right? They're like, oh, my God, what a beautiful, yellow, what a beautiful diamond. Right? And so Absolutely. the bigger the diamond the or the flashier, let's say the flashier the diamond, it didn't even have to be big. It just had to be, you know, cut in a way that it had a lot of had reflective qualities. Yeah. Beauty right? People would be like, oh, my God, he really loves you because look at that big old diamond. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Because things have and things have changed, yeah. And and what about like yellow diamonds? Like like I have always so ever, ever since I yeah. watched the movie How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. <laughs> <laughs> How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days and the big yellow diamond. I've been like f- fascinated with yellow diamonds so can you talk to us a little bit about those like you know obviously everybody thinks diamonds as clear but like my uh brother-in-law he gave his now divorced wife a black diamond like a three carat black diamond and i thought hmm Really? Black diamond? Ooh, that sounds bad. <laughs> but, I mean, because it was new to me. I didn't even know there was such thing as a black diamond. I had no idea that that thing existed. So can you tell us a little bit about the colors and the options that are out there for that? Absolutely. So so color diamonds, depending on what color it is, are actually much more rare than white diamonds. Really? Uh, because, yes, the frequency of mining. So let's take, for example, the yellow diamond. Uh, they say the equivalency for mining one yellow diamond, it's equivalent to mining 10,000 carats of white diamonds. That's wow. the equivalency, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, in terms of the rough, the actual diamond rough. It's far more rare than a white diamond. Now, what makes a yellow diamond yellow is the natural trace element nitrogen. Nitrogen creates the yellow component within the diamond. Right. Uh, that either if you do it lab-grown or if you do it earth-mined, uh, it needs to be at a certain temperature, and it gives it its color. The quality factor with yellow diamonds, though, for example, or any color diamond, is right. how deep the color is. Right, not right. the clarity, not anything else, but the depth of color. Wow! So, yeah. is there such thing as a blue diamond? Absolutely. Yeah. Purple diamond. Purple diamonds, pink diamonds, black diamonds. So black diamonds, going back to you, what you had said, the reason you probably not heard of it, because black diamonds was primarily used for industrial purposes. Right. Black. Uh, it was never something in retail. Uh, oh. There's a there's a designer called Levion. I'm sure many people are familiar. Yeah. With that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. For the chocolate, for the chocolate diamonds, the brown diamonds. Oh yeah, that I mean, that's a big yeah. marketing campaign right now. It's Absolutely, chocolate diamonds. Yeah. Welcome to the cruise ships. I'm just saying. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you hit the M the, the M word right away. The marketing is what dictates color diamonds more than anything else. It, right, it, it, that's really what changes the perspective. 
Wow. What would you say is the rarest color at this point? Oh, good question. Good question. Well, it's, quick. it's the shirt that Keith is wearing. Red. I think it's red, right? A red diamond. There's such yeah, thing as a red diamond? Wow. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They're from Australia. Mostly mm-hmm. all the color diamonds are from Australia. Really? I'm looking yeah, that up. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I haven't even heard of a red diamond before. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that, you know, some of these things that when when we look at like what we typically see, we are um, uh, we are a slave to the marketing. Right. So the only thing that we really understand is what is presented to us on commercials, TV, et cetera. And so Yellow Diamond, obviously, you know, how to lose a guy in 10 days. That was big for the (laughs) Yellow Diamond industry. And same thing for like, you know, the Blue Diamond. I I think there was some movie where there was a big Blue Diamond that was part of it. Uh, Was that where she is jumping off the end of the ship? Titanic? Titanic, yeah. Yeah. Titanic, yes. that was actually a tanzanite. They, they called it a blue diamond, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. actually uh, tanzanite. That's what people, a lot of people may not know. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. Okay. Ta-da. Yeah, yeah. Clarified. But, you know, but that's the thing is that everybody kind of understands that diamonds are, you know, the, the clear diamonds that we're used to. So mm-hmm. when you think about diamonds in the future, you know, where do you think the trend is going? as far as diamonds like i mean obviously i think that they're always going to be a big part of our life our history of our interconnections you know meaning getting married all that kind of stuff do you think things are going to change you know i mean obviously when 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 the idea of lab grown diamonds really shook the industry do you see something else that you think that's going to shake the industry either in the engagement engagement or the wedding band yeah or- mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i i i do think the price first of all the prices of diamonds are going to go way down I, I, don't, do. I don't believe yeah yeah i don't really that it's going to carry even as of we speak right now the prices have gone down about 15 to 17 percent in the last six months really uh, yeah 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 because the lab grown is really pushing down the pricing and, you know, you have one company, De Beers, that's really kind yes. of controls the, and regulates the, the, the price of diamonds. And, De Beers, uh, think, really? Yeah. Yeah, one yeah. company? One company dictates the whole value of diamonds. Wow. Yeah. Really? I think, with, I think with the current generation, Gen Zers, Millennials, I think they're more open to using different color stones. I think they're more open to just wearing wedding bands, not right. actually having engagement rings. Uh, so I do think in the next 20, 25 years, jewelry industry for a wedding, at least, will look very, very different than what it is right now. It'll be a lot more minimalistic. What's your favorite trend? You know, and, and let's not just talk about diamonds. Let's talk yeah. about all gemstones. Yeah. What's sure, your favorite sure. trend currently for people in the wedding industry? In the wedding industry, I love the uh, it's called a hidden halo. So basically, it's diamonds underneath the basket of That's the center stone i love yeah, those yeah. this is so pretty yeah, yeah. what yeah. okay explain that more because i'm like sure. uh sure. Sure. what yeah <laughs> so basically you have a center diamond and then you have diamonds around the center stone and then you have something called a basket which holds the diamond in the middle and along the the, the sides of the basket there is little diamonds which yeah. adds a little bit more of a shine and pop to the ring. I think it looks very elegant. 
the, the aspect of having them. And so, by the way, yeah. while you're asking and while you're talking about this, I'm bringing it up on Google. So that's why I'm like, oh, let me look yeah, yeah, really yeah. quick. <laughs> I, I, I totally get it. So it adds a, a reflective quality to the big stone that it wouldn't that's have right. been there uh, uh, originally. What about like, you know, because you talked about simple, right? What about mm-hmm. settings? Um, when people talk about when you go in to buy a ring and people talk settings, I mean, mm-hmm. I draw a blank face. I mean, I literally go like, what? I have no idea what you mean about settings. You know, yeah. what? Are, give us like the top four most popular settings and sure. and what those mean. Sure, sure. So the, by far the most popular setting is the classic four prong solitaire ring, which just right. a single diamond, nothing around it. No showboating, just here's the rock. That's it, straightforward. Right. That's by far the number one. I would say number two, the second most popular that I've seen is the rock in the center, the diamonds in the center, and then little diamonds on the side, accent diamonds they're called. Those would be on the band itself. The third most popular, I would say, is the halo, which is still Which we just talked about, yeah. Yeah. So the halo is just a center stone and some diamonds around it. And, you know, you people have, you know, kind of changed it up here and there a little bit. Right. And I would say the other and the last probably most popular would be something like a channel style setting where you have the diamond, simple diamond in the center with two bars of metal that hold the stone in the middle and yeah. it'll flush. So it doesn't stand up as high. I think that's very much the trend right now. From what Ooh, I've seen. Nice. What are the biggest mistakes that people make when buying diamonds? You know, and I'm, online. I am totally, putting you on, I, yeah, thank you online. No, don't do it online, but I'm, I'm totally putting you on the spot here. So yeah. let's say I'm on a cruise ship. I am in catch can, which you have a store now in catch can, yeah. right? Am I right yep. there? That's correct. That's correct. What's, Two stores. What's, the, what's the name of the stores? Same name, USA Jewels. Uh, so one USA is, Jewels. Yeah, yeah. One is on by Birth One in Ketchikan, and the other store is by Birth Three. So we, you know, we have two sides of the entire port taken care of, essentially. So just FYI, if you're on a cruise going to Ketchikan, check out USA yeah. Jewelers. You're right. the, trust these guys. Obviously, he's being very honest with us. So, what are the big mistakes that people make when when going to buy a diamond? I'm assuming first is alcohol, right? <laughs> <laughs> Like the first, <laughs> the, the first mistake is being drunk when going to buy a diamond. I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's probably the very first question you get asked when people walk in. Would you like a drink? Like <laughs> it is so true. Oh my god! Yeah, every yeah, time we right. go to the Caribbean, they're like, "Oh, do you want something to drink?" And we're like, "No, we're here to buy something expensive." Thank you very much. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you know, yeah, first, yeah, yeah. first, do not drink when you're going to buy a drink. Uh, That's correct. Diamond. So, but yeah. what are some of the like the basic mistakes you think that people make? I think people make uh, initial mistakes of just looking for the. You know, of course, a generational aspect, but I'll just take the common consumer. They yeah. look for the biggest, best deal there is in the store. And if it's a big diamond, the price is exactly what they're looking for. And if it's just too good to be true, uh, they still believe it's true. And really? that's the unfortunate thing. Yeah, that, that's what we've noticed the most, you know, that that um, people kind of fall into that trap of a great deal. Interesting. 
I really mean, I not. Find that, yeah. I mean, I find that surprising considering that, you know, most of us are, you know, have been watching TV shows, rea- reality shows of some sort where they got the getcha thing going on, you know, and, and if I see a really great deal, I always question it. I'm always like, yeah. mm, why is that like 80% off when everything else yeah. seems to be? All right. I got you. All right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then next. So it's that, and also they, they make a mistake with going to the stores that are pushed by big advertising companies, whether it be on the ship. Okay, you have to go to Time International, for example. Oh, they throw the most amount crazy. of money. Yeah, drives on the ship. Crazy, drives me crazy. Uh, yeah, and this is not to knock any of the companies. You know, I think they're all. Oh, like, I'll knock them. I will totally yeah. knock them for you. So do not. I am a hardcore Royal Caribbean cruiser, and I'm going to tell yeah. you, don't listen to that BS because we've yeah. done it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's not saying it. Deep's not yeah. saying it. I'm saying it as somebody that's been on these ships. <laughs> okay, go ahead, yeah. Deep. Sorry. So, so all of those. <laughs> All of those companies and then they're, they're the shopping guys who actually run the ships, they all making a certain commission in between. Do they really? Uh, so they yeah. so if you if you basically get a referral from somebody on the ship and you go to Diamonds Forever and they say, Oh, Charles on the Royal Caribbean Odyssey sent yeah. us over. Bing percentage. Yeah, and it's yeah. substantial. It's quite substantial. It, really? It, and that's if they walk in with a, one of those. I know that they used to do like these these booklets or coupons or something. Oh, and you yeah. hand it to them. It's all coded, correct? Absolutely. Every, every one of them is coded. They have an initial in there. Sometimes they sign it like the old school way or yeah. they have a way of scanning it. I mean, they have new a lot of new ways of doing it nowadays. Mm-hmm. But it, it can be up, it can be very substantial up from 7 very. to even mm-hmm. 15%. And that adds a tremendous markup into your into your price. That's a so, lot of money. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, a, lot a lot of money. We're, you know, we're not talking about you know seven bucks. We're talking seven hundred dollars sometimes on some of yeah. these rings. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. So you were talking earlier, and I just want to ask: you were talking earlier about the um, the settings, and one of the settings you were talking about was a, more of a flush tone for somebody who is like in healthcare. That's probably a great idea because I remember many years ago, I had a friend that was, you know, she was a nurse working in the hospitals and she used to tell me all the time how she'd have to, you know, take her ring off because it was so protruding and they didn't really, I didn't see many of the flush. Is that making, is that a, something that's a very big factor for people that you find? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's what I, the, uh, so one of the first questions you. I ask it, uh, to my friends or whoever wants to come in and buy an engagement ring, what is your lifestyle like? Tell, talk to me about your life. You know, are you in the medical field? Are you in engineering? Do you use your hands a lot? And I kind of, you know, push them in those directions. Okay, I think you should go something a little bit lower. Let's right. protect the stone. Um, so I'm an Indian American and most of my friends are all doctors. Uh, so whoever, you know, all them who have come to me for rings, I tell them the same thing. I think you need something flush. Sit it low and, and you're good to go because they have gloves on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're using their hands. It, it's 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 more troublesome for them. Well, they have something sticking up high. So right. Yeah. Well, and of uh, of course, I just googled that, and it was like, there's some beautiful stuff out there. <laughs> I mean, it was yeah. like, oh wow, that's beautiful. <laughs> you know. Um, and so uh, I'm going to go back to the mistake. So you're walking in. You know, mm-hmm. you you think you know see the the four C's, right? How do you know somebody's actually telling you the right characteristics? for the diamond that you're looking at when somebody says 
Oh, it's got a I'm, and I because I have no idea what I'm talking about. Let's say <laughs> clarity A V A whatever. I don't know. You, you know, give me a semi perfect diamond rating. How do I know what I'm looking at is a semi perfect diamond? Well, you should always number one ask for a certification, a third party certification. And okay. it should always be a GIA. If there's any other certification outside of GIA, uh, it doesn't even come close to how valid and how truthful the lab is Okay. You know, in terms of where the diamond is. So if it's a stone that's not certified, I'd stay away from it, no matter what the salesperson said. Unless, really? of course, you have a relationship. So in the other words, if it's not ever. certified, pff, go away yeah. unless you don't know them Just, personally. Yeah, run far. You know, you don't, you don't want to touch this uncertified stone because especially when you go to the cruise ship destinations, because many of them will like to mix lab grown with natural and right. You know, right. they're just salespeople. They're not going to know who you to tell the truth or not. So, you know, you want to make sure you get a GIA certified. So that's for sure. Amazing. Okay. So I'm going to bring up a kind of a touchy subject, you know, because, and this has been in the news a lot is blood diamonds. And so when I hear the term blood diamonds, I don't really understand it. To be honest, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I'm an idiot as a human being. And when it comes to mankind overall, and so I know that I'm not supposed to buy blood diamonds. It's Mm -hmm. obvious out there. Can you explain to, to everybody what blind blunt diamonds are and why this is a bad thing for the industry at large? Absolutely. So, so blood diamonds are diamonds that have been, um, mined or uh, harvested or cultivated with use of labor, uh, child labor, uh, mm. and in violent uh, or really, really bad conditions uh, that they have uh, basically not been, first of all, they don't get paid uh, appropriately. Right. Um, and many of them have been trained as soldiers, as kids. Uh, and it, it's not so far off from the film, if you've ever seen the Blood Diamond film. with Leonardo Yes, Caprio. yes, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, it's very similar to that. So essentially, it's it's those people, those kids who have been trained to fight, to be soldiers in terms of violence, and that also have been given really, really poor conditions when it comes to mining and, and harvesting the diamonds. Those, so those it's just abhorrent conditions that nobody should ever be subjected to. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. How it's do you know? But but how do you know? I mean, if I'm going to let's say Diamonds Forever, and we're not saying Diamonds Forever does blood diamonds, guys out there, please do not. I'm just yeah. asking as a random question. How do we know what we're buying? Whereas, how, how do we know where it comes from? Let me ask that question. How do we know where the diamond is coming from? It's a really good question, Keith. And uh, honestly, that's where you your relationship with the person you're working with comes in really, really big. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if I say something is conflict free, that means whom I the vendor whom I'm buying the diamonds from. Yeah. I know are conflict free because I have that relationship with that person too. So it, you know, it, it's it's so hard because there's a lot of blurry lines there. But so you've got to have a good relationship. Yeah, it's trust. It's it's really all about trust. Wow. I mean, I had to say that, you know, the fact that, you know, there's a lot of trust involved in the jewelry world kind of says a lot about the industry at large. I mean, because outside of making sure that they're certified by a separate company, everything else seems to be based on your relationship with your jeweler. Yeah, Yeah, it it is. Wow. Relationship is key. 
relationship skills. I mean, because that's important. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that you build over years, not just, hey, let me walk in off the street and go buy a diamond. You, this is something that you're cultivating over years and years and years with family. So how important is your reputation as a family in the diamond industry? Because I know, you know, reading through your bio, you know, the fact that you weren't allowed to even sell diamonds, that you had to be at the front door welcoming people and you're like, nope, sorry, you don't get to sell anything until <laughs> yeah, you yeah. learn, I'll learn a little bit more. It says a lot about your family and about your company. So, Absolutely. you know, talk to us a little bit about the fact that it's generational, that, you know, it's yeah. not a let's jump into the market and open a diamond store. This sure. is something that has has to be done over generations. Absolutely. And, and my dad started when he was 17 years old and he's uh, still learning to this day, you know, everything it is about the trade. And uh, for me personally, I, my, I think my parents wanted to make sure I never was given a silver spoon in my mouth. Uh, so or a diamond spoon. Yeah, a diamond spoon. Yeah, in this case, a diamond spoon. <laughs> so I, I think, uh, you know, I graduated from the University of Florida. I was in this high, you know, like, you know, I felt really, really good about myself. I went to a great school. And uh, as soon as I got shipped to Alaska, I was, you know, given a little bit whack on the face. But like, you know what? You're going to do the toughest job. And that's to bring people in the store by, you know, talking to any random person who walks in the street, generate a conversation and somehow pull them in. Uh, right. And yeah, and you're going to hear a lot of rejection. You're going to hear a lot of insults. You're going to hear a lot of stuff that uh, is not nice to hear. But uh, we want to start you off there. And we want you to feel like you earned your position to where you are today. So uh, it was a very humbling experience. I think that's the approach my dad really always took with me. Good for your family. I have to tell you, good for your family because my mom was the same thing. I remember when I had to like buy my first car and she's like, I'm not buying you a car. You got to work for it. I'm sorry. You have to go work at the movie theater for, you know, $8 an hour. I was like, what? Are you kidding? Yeah. We live in this really. Nope. Nope. You got to earn it. You got to earn it. It's a different world now. <laughs> it really yeah. is. It's a, it's a totally different world. Oh my goodness. So, and, and I should say, congratulations. I understand that you just got engaged. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. So I'm sure she's amazing. I'm assuming. Yeah. She's been the biggest blessing uh, of my life. And I, I say this, and uh, you know, a lot of people will speak well about their fiancés in many different ways, but yeah. I, I'm genuinely saying it from the bottom of my heart that uh, there was a track that I felt lost in. And yeah. I really feel like if it wasn't for her, I would still be in that lost position where it would just be consumed with work and whatever else. So, oh, I love um, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. as a guy, that has been in that world. I totally get it. And that is exactly yeah. how I feel about my partner today yeah. is that I was going in the wrong direction. And yeah. if it hadn't been for him and the fact that I had now needed to think about more than just myself, I wouldn't have been here as I am yeah. today. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah her, and it's Swati. Is that her name? Her, yeah. Her name is Swati. Uh, we actually Swati. met on this, this app called Bill Mill, which is an Indian dating app. No. It's the way we everyone meets nowadays. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's called Bill Mill, and uh, basically, Dil means heart in Hindi, yeah. and Mill means to meet in Hindi. So yeah. that's why it's called Bill Mill. You know, it's it's the kind of funny thing. Um, but yeah, she's from Maryland originally, from DC area. She's been down here uh, for the last three years. Yeah, because uh, her parent her parents have been living down in about uh, seven years. They've been living here. Right. And, uh, my uh, my parents and her parents, we didn't know this, but they were literally five minutes apart from each other. 
No. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Talk yeah, about meant crazy. to be. Right? Yeah. I know. Right? Like, it's, what? It's amazing. It's like yeah. totally meant to be. And so yeah, yeah. when when you proposed, what kind of ring did you give her? So I uh. I really I, she, <laughs> so she's really uh, not a big jewelry person to be honest. In a way, what? Yeah, I know, okay, I know, I'm I know. taking you <laughs> offline right now. What? So yeah. So I I uh, I showed her a couple of things, and she really loved the yellow diamonds. She actually yeah. really liked them. Oh wait, uh, sorry, girl. After my own heart, yeah. done. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> already love her. Yep, yellow yeah. girl, the yellow diamond girl. All right, done. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you know when she casually asked me how much they cost and things like that, I'm like, okay, so what size do you want? You know, I can I can get it for you. I have a few in the store, so problem. You don't need to know the price. So yeah, two, three, whatever it is. <laughs> and she's like, can you just tell me how much it costs? Because she's, she's very like on top of it. If she doesn't get distracted, if it's she wants to know, she wants to know. So right. I told the price, and she's like, if you get it for me, we're breaking up. Oh my god. Yeah, like we're not her. we're yeah, we're not in a relationship anymore and I'm serious. I She's like I want you to her. get me a lab grown diamond because I know the lab what lab grown diamonds cost and yeah. I don't want anything else besides the lab grown. So oh, reluctantly because wow. I'm I'm a purist. I like the idea of giving natural. Yes, me too, she, you know. Yeah. Yeah, she had that thing over my head that okay, if you do then we're so done. I'm just so, I'm yeah. I'm going to give you a little hint, right? Yeah. So in 10 years you better give her a natural grown yellow diamond <laughs> yeah. in 10 years. Give her a natural grown yellow diamond. Don't listen to her. But but in 10 years, do that. Don't do it I, now I because, you know, you got to follow what she says. But I'm saying Absolutely. in 10 years, do it because she, <laughs> will, she will be best beside herself. But congratulations. Amazing. So now, so now you get to see this industry from a totally different perspective, right? Yes. Because you've watched other couples come in that are just getting married. Oh my God, we're so in love. Oh, yeah. we come in. And so now you're getting that perspective. So yeah. how has that changed your, like what you say, what you do, how you handle those people? Do you feel so, like you, you do it differently now? Yeah. I mean, way, way differently. I, I feel like uh, now being on the other side, I, I was never, I never experienced that. So like now I kind of feel a little bit more empathetic yeah. towards the entire process right, that's right. involved, you know, uh, especially if someone doesn't know anything about diamonds, but if, even if they do know, like still everything else they have to think about, and you realize, you know what, you're just one little bullet point that I have to cross off among all the things that I'm dealing with, with the wedding. Right. You know, so um, yeah, I, I, I'm very a lot more patient now than I was before. When See, it, comes to the process. Yeah. it yeah. is amazing. I mean, I have to say that once I got actually married, you know, I've been doing weddings for 30 years. And so, and I've been married now 20 years, 19 years. Um, I'm sure I'm going to get my ass kicked for not remembering <laughs> that. But, <laughs> but, you know, now that I've actually been married, I mean, it really did change everything. I mean, how I thought about everything. I mean, the pressure that comes with being on that side of it versus this side of it is totally different. And I really think that that it, it's something that I, I feel like if you're in the wedding industry, I hope that somebody has already gotten married at some point in their life or gone through that process so they understand what other people are going through. Because it's important to have that honest, you know, honest, straightforward conversation with the groom. When he comes in and he's super nervous and he's trying to pick out that engagement ring, knowing what he's going through is a big deal. 
Yes, for sure, for sure. And that's right. what I always do. Whenever one, someone comes in, I'm like, you know what? Just have a seat. I don't want to sell you a single thing. First, right. I want to educate you. First, I want you to ask me as many questions as you like. It is literally right. the thing I say that's every time I talk yeah. to a bride. Yeah. First yeah. thing I want to do I is educate that. you. Yeah. Right? That's I don't want to sell you. I want to educate you. Yeah. You want to buy from me? Great. But like, you know, later, I want you to have yeah. some information first. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. See, that's not the priority. The priority to me is not that point because I'm sure that will happen. Yeah. But let's take care of at least they know where $10,000 is going to. Yeah. It's not a small purchase. You know, it's a big it's purchase. It's not a small so, purchase. You know. Yeah. And then what, you know, how do you, um, how do you help groom? Uh, how do you help? couples and i i shouldn't just say grooms because now we have you know uh, obviously lesbian and same-sex couples that are all having to go through the same process that you know literally 10 years wasn't legally even available to them so it's a whole new world i mean for me it was a whole new world for oh my god think about you know oh my god i never thought i was going to be ever be able to get married now <laughs> i've been married you know, the th same thing is, it's like, how do we figure out what their taste level is? So when you have somebody come in and they say, I'm, I'm, I want to get engaged, I want to ask the person that I love to marry me, how do you help them figure out the style of the ring that they're supposed to be getting? Because everybody has a very different style. I mean, some people like old jewelry. Some people like it's simple jewelry. You know, you just talked about the Gen Zers being like stackable stuff, but others like super flashy. How do you help that person figure out this third person's taste? Well, uh, many of the times they make it very easy for me. And uh, they tell me that they have uh, gotten pictures from her friends of what, what oh, she yeah. likes. Smart, smart, smart. Yeah, yeah. Or they go to the store and they have like, I had a, a really quick story. I had a friend who, uh, who had a random uh, blind date. And he thought as a joke, it would be really funny just to take her to the jewelry store and start ring shopping at their first date. <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> oh, I love it. Like, I love it. Yeah. I, I, I told him it takes guts for him to do that. And, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and, yeah, it's amazing. Crazy. And two years crazy. later, uh, they, they're married and they're about to have a, a child. So oh, my it's, God. it's incredible. But, and he remembers the design that she liked from back then. Really? So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they, it's more or less that way. And then if they have no idea, I'm like, okay, so give me some, give me some pictures of what she wears. What are the kind of outfits she wears? What kind of vibe does she have? Is she more minimalistic? Is she extravagant? Is she like, like to be a little she, gaudy? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Whatever particular type of vibe she carries, uh, and then I give suggestions. You know, from there. Anybody so. ever strike out a hundred percent that you, you you like said uh, this is the ring, and they came in like two months later and said, "Hey, look, we got to exchange this. She hates her ring." You know, anybody get it completely wrong? <laughs> Uh, fortunately, I have I have not experienced that. Uh, Good for if they, you. Think, yeah, yeah. If they <laughs> if they have, they wouldn't have come back to me. Probably. But, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of incredible. I mean, because yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty hardcore trying to figure out yeah. how what a third person is going to like, enjoy, and and wear on their hand every single day. That's hardcore, exactly. man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and every day. Yeah. Deep, you've been. Oh, sorry, Marcy, oh, you sorry. first. I oh my God! Yeah, okay, I actually go have some questions. Um, we uh, talked about the four C's. We talked about the clarity. We talked about the um, the setting. Tell mm -hmm. me a little bit about the cut. 
because Ooh, is there any kind of trend that, yeah. that's going on right now? Yeah. Yeah. Smart. So the, the cut is probably the most important factor when it comes to the diamond grading, believe it or not, because a, a great cut diamond can make a really poor clarity and poor color look amazing. So uh, the, the shape of the diamond right down the number one selling shape is round. It's always been round. It'll continue really? to be round. Yeah. Yeah. Round is number one by far. That's round. Why yeah, round? round, though? I don't feel like that it would have a lot of reflective qualities. I mean, so, when you say round, what do you mean round? So the round means that the, the general uh, traditional cut of diamond, which right. is got 57 facets. Now, facet is a cut on the diamond. Yeah. So those are all round diamonds, mm-hmm. which you've got there. These are round. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Exactly. exactly. Okay. Um, but, got it. Yeah. Yeah. But with round diamonds, what they're doing now, uh, they have uh, extra faceted diamonds. So like some diamond cuts have 99 facets, which have a lot more fire in the stone. And most of the time they can only do that with round diamonds. But the way the round diamond sets, the way the amount of light hits the stone, it's got the most amount of fire. So by far, the round cut is is the most popular. Wow. Okay. Well, so, you know, my husband just got a, we just bought him a new ring and it has very a 1920s kind of vibe to it. You know, it's got the, the I don't even vintage. know. What the, yeah, it has a very vintage cut to the diamonds. And he gets a lot of like people like, oh, let me see that because it's such an unusual cut for the diamond that, you know, sometimes the round works against you because everybody sees it all the time. Yeah. So when they uh-huh. see something new, they're like, oh, wait, what's what's that? You know, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Those, so those are probably called European cut diamonds. So European cut diamonds have even fewer facets than the yes. modern cut diamonds. So yeah. That might be another reason why. They almost look different. rough. It almost yeah. looks a little like natural in, in the cut itself. It's incredible. Yeah. 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 That's what cool. other shapes are you seeing? Uh, there's been a surgence of oval. Oval has been oh, really, yeah. really big right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oval and marquee. So marquees and oval are more or less the same. The biggest difference is the corners are sharper uh, compared to the rounded corners. That's but, like a taper uh, points at the ends. Correct. Correct. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And then what about what about the the? And I know I'm jumping on in on the question here, Marcy. Is you know what kind of like jewel um, like gold versus sterling silver versus silver? Like what do you think is kind of the best material to go with a diamond to really enhance its reflective qualities? So uh, that's, it's a very wide open question based on the lifestyle one uses. Right. But I, I personally always tell my clients to go platinum. Really? Because, yeah. Yeah. By far. It's, it's the most secure metal. Uh, it also is more at this point, what we're talking right now, it's more inexpensive than gold. Really? Yeah, right now, because gold right now is almost $2,000 an ounce. It's insane. It's been skyrocketing, right? Oh, I'm selling my necklace. Wow. That's what I thought. Like, oh, my God, I'm selling my necklace. But, yeah, Yeah. but, oh, my goodness, but platinum, really. And because of of the reflective quality of platinum, it really enhances the visuals of the diamond. So so believe it or not, actually, platinum doesn't really have a lot of shine. So if you're just looking straight up aesthetically, then gold is better. But if you want the white combination, white gold or, of, or yellow gold, white gold, white gold, like white gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're uh, catching you, me off guard with all these answers. Okay. Yeah. 
But if you want something that has a combination of everything, the look, the luster, uh, the fact that it feels heavy because platinum is more hefty than, right. than gold is. You feel it's heavier. Uh, if you want the whole combination, platinum is, is the way to go. For sure. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Marcy, My anything anything else fantastic. from you? Um, I think we covered it today. I mean, that's a, that covered was a fabulous a education. I think a lot of people <laughs> are going to be happy to, you know, yeah. to have that that invite with before they're walking in the door. Um, yeah. You know, people just got engaged from the holidays. So yep. this is a perfect time to, you know, get that education now and then find the right person in your area. Or, you know, if you're in the area, um, you know, that's a perfect opportunity to find that person that you can work with. Because honestly, I've, I've been working with you guys, as I said, for 19 years. So obviously... Yeah. I go back because I've already built that relationship. Kim, if Kim works with them and I've been with her ever since she's, you know, I mean, ever since I started going there, she's been my go-to girl. <laughs> I was about to say, find your jeweler before you find your person. <laughs> find the person that you're going to buy the diamond from before you find the person that you're going to give it to. Okay. Exactly. Build that relationship now. <laughs> That's the really, important relationship. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> when you're on your second or third marriage, I guarantee you, you'll be very happy at the fact that you have a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Deep, well, congratulations again. Yes. Congratulations you. You so to you and Swati. I mean, I mean, incredible. I'm so excited for you. I'm so Swati, excited for you. Yeah, Swati, yes. I will not. We know she is because I, I see her little icon in yes, below. Yes, she is. <laughs> but she's probably going to tell me that uh, your grammar was off and the way you spoke. No, you were amazing. <laughs> I have to tell you, we've been doing this for four years, and you were so honest and so forthcoming and so straightforward with your advice that it didn't feel like a snow job. It didn't feel like a sales job. You obviously are passionate about what you do and about making sure that people understand what they're about to go into and buy. So, you know, that, that trust starts now. It really yeah. does. It tr yeah. it starts now. So I'm just saying, guys, if you're out there and you're looking for a great jeweler to go to, to make that first big step, go to USA Jewels. Um, you don't have to go far because they're right here in South Florida. So you don't have to get on to a, a ship to go to catch a can. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. They're right here. So where, where are your, sh your, your shops here in South Florida? Where are they? So we, so our, our, our store down here is in the Cove shopping plaza, uh, in, in Deerfield beach, uh, us one and Hillsboro. Uh, if you come right before the bridge, before you go over the, over the other side to the beach, we're in the plaza on the right side. You can't miss us. Love it. And people can yeah. ask for you specifically, or do yeah. you just people still greet people at the door? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would I love to do that. Here too. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed you it. know, I had to ask that. You know, I had to ask that. No, but, but seriously, deep, you've been a joy. You've been a pleasure. Thank you so much for the information. And I mean, I learned a ton from this and I'm going to go back and replay it actually to, to like hear some more of the stuff because I think I missed like half the information. But again, thank you so, so, so much. So thank again, you. guys, if you're out there, just look for um, Deep 
at USA Jewels. Um, check out their website, USA.Jewels. It's on their Instagram. It's USA.Jewels. Um, I'm Keith Willard. I'm your host. We will see you next Tuesday at 2 o'clock. But for now, I'm going to say goodbye along with my host, Marcy Gutenberg, with An Affair to Remember by Marcy and Deep Meta with USA Jewels. But for now, everybody say goodbye. See you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.